Welcome to the Tabletop Sportcast with your host, James Cast. This podcast is dedicated to my favorite hobby, tabletop sports. I'll review games in my collection, discuss how I approach different projects, and even recap the latest games from my tabletop. Have questions, thoughts, or feedback? Feel free to reach me at tabletopsportcast at gmail.com or check out the Tabletop Sportcast page on Facebook. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, take a minute to give me a five-star rating. Today's episode is episode number 42, and we're going to take a first look at the brand new basketball game coming from Play Games, Highlight Maker Hoops. So today is Friday, January 21st, and we are at the tail end of what has been basically deemed Hoopla Week for the release or the pre-release of the brand new basketball game coming out from Play Games. Uh, This has been in the works for a few years now, and the Play Games dedicated this week to previewing what they've created in this new basketball game, which is actually really two basketball games. We're going to talk a little bit about what's been presented so far. Uh, You'll have an opportunity to read up on it. They've posted a blog post talking a little bit uh, about what this final product looks like and even linked in that blog post on their Play Classic site to some of their past blog posts about the evolution that they've gone through in creating these basketball games. Uh, there was also two broadcasts this week from the PlaySpace, their YouTube channel. On Monday, they did a, a walkthrough and demo of the new um, Highlight Maker Hoops, which is actually going to be the first game that is released. And it's more of an express version of the of the basketball game. And then last night was uh, the second show that they presented, which was the full play game, which will actually be the second game that gets released sometime this summer. Um, And we'll talk a little bit about both of these efforts and also like what's out there. So right now they have opened up the pre-sale. And if you are interested, you know, go to the play classic website, check out the highlight maker hoops page. Um, What they've offered at this point in time on their shop is uh, the main game, which is going to be the express version. So it's, it's called highlight maker hoops. Um, They didn't officially say what the next game is going to be. If it's just going to be like an expansion to the original game, which I think is the way they're leaning, or if it's actually going to have a slightly different title, Uh, but highlight maker hoops, which is actually the express version of the game. Uh, You can also order a how to guide. Um, And they are rebranding their how-to guides. This is something that they had talked about, but it will actually be more of a booklet um, and talks about how to rate players for the game. And then there are going to be uh, five sets that come out that are coming out as part of this uh, pre-order. And they they include a fictional set. uh, As for those who follow play games, they are really big on their uh, fictional sets. So this will be the Basketball League of America, which goes right in line with other fictional products that they've done for the team sports. 
Uh, it will be at 12-team leagues, similar to their others. And then they're releasing four pro seasons. Uh, they have, uh, starting chronologically order, chronological order, the 64-65 season for the NBA, the 73-74 season for the NBA, which does not include the ABA, the 85-86 season for the NBA, and then the 95-96 season for the NBA. So just looking at the historical groupings here, uh, these seasons are really interesting. First off, uh, for most of the early ones, uh, they are Boston Celtics championship seasons. Uh, the ones from the 60s, 70s, and 80s were all saw the Celtics win the championship. Uh, the 95-96 is the really dominant Bulls team in Jordan's second stint with the Bulls uh, after his uh, little baseball hiatus. With the 64-65 season, you know, obviously you have the great Celtics teams. You have Chamberlain and Russell in their prime. You also have Oscar Robertson and Jerry West and a few others. Um, that Those are the names that kind of jumped out to me. 73-74, again, is another Celtics dynasty in the 70s. Uh, so like, you know, John Havlicek. But you also have... Um, Kareem very early and probably, you know, his prime lasted for a while, but he was early on in his career and already becoming a dominant force in the NBA. So you, so you get Kareem as part of that set. He was the player that really jumped out to me from 73 and 74. Um, but you're also on the tail end of like, you know, the uh, New York Knicks had just finished a back-to-back a -back run. Um, obviously we said the Celtics are really strong there. Uh, to me, the really big sets here are 85, 86. Uh, to me, it's just loaded with great talent. Uh, first and foremost, you have, you know, the Showtime Lakers, and you've got those Boston Celtics teams with Larry Bird. So you've got Bird and Johnson at probably at the highlight of this, both right at their peaks, uh, and and maybe the best season for the two of them combined. Uh, you've also got uh, a number of rookies coming in, guys like Barkley coming in and Ewing coming into the league and already becoming a force. Uh, there's a lot of great centers in this version. Uh, Moses Malone is part of it. Um, you've got, you know, obviously Ewing. Manute Bowl is, is a dominant force at this point. So uh, you still have Kareem, you know, as part of the Showtime Lakers, you have Robert Parrish. So there's a lot of great big men in the 85-86 season. Uh, you do get a Michael Jordan, but, you know, he was injured for most of this year, so it's not going to be a great card for a guy like Jordan. Um, but that gives you a kind of sampling of some of the guys available in 85-86. Uh, and then by the 90s, you know, there's another great set of talent that comes out of the 90s. And obviously that Bulls team is just – it's probably one of the all-time great teams you can play with regardless. Um and I think most people are looking forward to getting a chance to use that Michael Jordan card because it is one of his better seasons. It's certainly not one of his best seasons, but it is definitely in the top five seasons for him. Uh, and then there's just a slew of other great players in, in that time frame. You still have a really good, like, Hakeem Olajuwon is still really strong at this point. Um, and those are, you know, those are some of the guys that jump out to me, Mo, you know, um, Malone and Stockton, probably really strong at this point too. 
So four really good sets. And then I think there's a chance that they'll be like the current set is probably going to be offered up. Uh, I know like coming with the game will be a few of the teams from the 2020-21 season. And I think the rest of those teams might be available as like a download that you can get. Uh, so, so that will be something that's available as well. Now, let's talk about the two versions of the games. Uh, so, and starting with the one that's coming out first. And for the pre-order, I think this is due out. They're hoping to target like early April if you take part in the pre-order. Otherwise, the general release of the game is probably going to be sometime in like May time frame. The Express version, and, and I would recommend like watching the demo of it on the play space, but the demo version is built after the same uh, game system that they use for their wrestling game, Face to the Mat, where basically you're trying to earn points towards a final total uh, to determine the winners. And those are going to translate loosely to like points scored. But as it's been described, the whole idea behind this is not to replay the entire game out, but to capture the big moments that take place during a game. And you'll see which individual players are helping to create those moments. Uh, it does involve like bringing bench players in at different times as well. And there's a way to keep the two teams fairly close in um, where they are in the game as well, too. So there's ways there's some mechanics in there to keep the teams moving along that 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 order, uh, earning points simultaneously. The but it is designed to basically do more of the recap of a game and more of like how you would look at. If I was watching, for instance, like ESPN and I wanted to get, you know, it was a playoff basketball game and they wanted to give me like a very in-depth review of like, here's what happened in the game. That's pretty much what you would get. You get some of the big shots that happened during the game, some of the momentum changing plays that happened during the game. And then when the game is coming down to the wire, they actually have a, and this will be featured in both games, but there's a final minute. Uh, mini game in a sense that that you are able to play and that allows you to play out the final minute and which would be really powerful especially when games are really close uh, if teams are only separated by a couple of points that final minute phase is going to be really fun to play out to see the back and forth action that takes place as time winds down in that final minute and there's a lot of stoppages as teams try to figure out like what they're going to do um but that's like the main dynamic there. The whole game will play, the, the Express version will play really quickly, probably from what I'm hearing from others who have been doing some play testing. You're probably looking at about a 20-minute game uh, to play out an Express version of the basketball game. And I think that's what makes it really a game changer in the um, in the basketball community. And, and we'll talk a little bit about the challenges of a basketball game in a, in a little bit too. But that's what the Express version is going to be. So you get a ton of teams available to you through this pre-order, obviously through a lot of different sets. Um, and, and you get like this ability to play a game in a fairly quick format. 
Um, just kind of re-paraphrasing from Keith Avalon, like what he was trying to achieve here was basically to say like, hey, listen, like there's a lot of full play games out there right now. And in all honesty, their full play game is probably very similar, although it has some pretty unique aspects to it, but similar enough to what's out there already that it's not really that big of a jump from what you could currently get in a basketball game this version the express version is probably the one that stands alone in the marketplace right now in terms of being able to play a basketball game quickly so that's the game that's going to be released first they're going to release this express version first um it looks really interesting to play it's a it's a nice small footprint type game you just have a couple of charts uh, it uses a fast action deck. Um, there's really, you're playing basically with stacks for the team. Um, I think you basically have two stacks for each team, one being like uh, your active players stack and then your bench stack uh, for each team. And, and that's pretty much how that is played. So it's a very small footprint game to play the express version, which is, I think, important for an express type game is to keep it to a small footprint. Then there's the full play version, and they did do a demo of it. I would say it's it's probably really close to finalized, although I think the reason it hasn't been released yet is it's got a few things that there's maybe still tweaking with, but it's basically done. Um, and the full version probably plays a little bit it obviously plays a little bit longer i think from what i've heard from those who have been playing it quite a bit it's probably a like 70 to 80 minute game which for me is a huge jump forward because uh, my go-to basketball game right now as i've said before has been status pro basketball which i think at least for my taste and i haven't played a ton of them um basketball is not really super high on my list of games that I want to go out and play necessarily. And, you know, when I find a game that meets my needs and so far status pro basketball has met those a little bit, that has been basically my top tier game for basketball. Um, but in all honesty, it's probably like a two hour play. I would, I would put it closer to two hours, maybe even a little longer it's one of those games, Status Pro Basketball, that I really need to play maybe a quarter per sitting or, you know, sometimes I can get through two quarters in a sitting. But, you know, generally that's that's about as far as I can go. Um, so getting this down to like 70 or 80 minutes is a huge jump forward for the game. Um, the full version, as I said before, also features that last minute mini game. So if the, when the game is closed, you'll be shifting over to that last minute kind of mini game. And you are able to translate between the express and the full game. So if you were to start a game, let's say an express and it was getting close and you wanted to switch over in like the third or fourth quarter, there's an ability to do that. Um, and vice versa. Like if you started with the full game and things weren't going the way you wanted it to, you could always switch to the express version and quickly play out the rest of the game. So you have the ability to move between the two. Um, for the full game, here's some of the things that if you get a chance to watch, and again, like the, 
the visual of seeing these games play out is going to be really important. And and there's two great demos from this week on the play space. But there's a couple of dynamics to the full game. First off, it's it's basically their history maker um, game engine for the full game. We talked about how the express version is built off of like the face to the mat engine, but the full game is much more of a history maker. And they've got their two other sport games, history maker baseball and history maker golf that also use this same game engine. And what that, now this one's a little different, but what it basically features is you get that kind of game day pregame where you're going to figure out like, Hey, is my team hot or cold? Um, what kind of events are going on with my team? Is there some things that are maybe impacting certain players or whatnot? You're going to do all that kind of pregame roles to determine like the some of the intangibles that are at play with your team. Uh, you also get coaching cards. So your coaches have a role in the game. There are referee cards. So you get that impact to the game as well. Um, very much like History Maker Baseball. And then you get to, you know, it the full game it has a bigger footprint because you're going to basically have your five by five or, you know, your five players per team on the active board. And then you're going to have like um, your bench board, which would feature guys who are resting, guys who are ready to play on the bench and your coach uh, on that on that board. Uh, within the full game, here's some of the mechanics that I saw. So first off, it plays with the fast action deck, just like the Express game. I think it's the same fast action deck, but I won't swear to that. Um, the the fast So that's a little move away from the dice, although there are still dice involved for certain things, like um, making shots and determining like the team status and stuff. So there are still dice rolls involved, but there's also mainly a fast action deck to help drive the action during the game. It is also has a chip system. So there are four colored chips that you use for your team that help determine the flow of the game and who the game is going to flow through. If you're playing solitaire and you're just doing kind of spectator mode this allows you to see like what's the coach's strategy and there is you know if you were to you can roll dice this colored die that come with it to match up with those chips you'll roll those and you'll determine like which players get those uh and you know if you were to roll for instance four ones that means every aspect of the game is going to go through your point guard now, if you have somebody like, you know, Magic Johnson as your point guard, that might be something that you're looking to do, right? Um, and, it, and it's a D6 roll. So the one through five represents the five positions on the court. And then six, if you roll a six, that gives you the choice to determine, like, who gets that, that chip. Now, when the game flows through a particular player they have a better chance to end up fatigued and having to rest because obviously they're the focal point of your team's offense for that period of time. Uh, and there's basically like three segments to each quarter. So you base, you run through your fact deck a little bit. Um, I think you break it into like three piles basically. And at each timeout, like a TV timeout, you're determining like, Hey, what do we have to do with our lineup? 
Um, and freshness plays a big role in the game um, in determining like whether or not players' attributes are on or off uh, in terms of the freshness. But like if you had, for instance, again, Showtime Lakers, right? If I have my game flowing through Magic Johnson and maybe, you know, maybe it's Magic and Kareem, well, the two of them would have a better chance at needing to rest at the next time out because they're doing, you know, the heavy lifting for the offense at that point. Whereas I might have guys like Worthy and Cooper um, and Green not having to be the heavy lifting and maybe they're available to continue playing. So if you're playing it head to head, you have the ability to not use the dice, but just determine where do I want to lay those chips down? And that might be part of like, your strategy in a head-to-head game. So it's a really interesting dynamic, one that is new in terms of this marketplace of basketball games, and I think it works really, really well. Um, and then the coaches have an opportunity to, you know, have some influence over, can they energize the team out of a timeout? Do they deflate the team out of a timeout? Or is it basically just like no impact? Uh, and that will play into the, those uh, components as well. Now, the players are basically rated. It's mostly ratings for um, shooting, rebounds, and then defense, like steals and blocks. Uh, The one component that's really missing from the hoops game is assists. Uh, There are places where assists will take place, but in general, like if the answer is like, if you're asking like a yes or no question, like, am I going to be able to generate accurate assist numbers from this game the answer is probably no um and the other answer that you'll probably get back in terms of a no would be am i gonna get accurate readings for missed shots and the answer is kind of a yes because yes you'll see the missed shots but for some shooters you won't be able to tell if that missed shot was a two or a three point shot uh you'll have to figure out how to derive that yourself um but the rest of it works out, and again, going back to what I've heard from some of the play testers, you're going to get pretty accurate results for things like rebounds and for scoring and for steals and blocks. Like Those numbers are going to be there. The only two that you might lose out on is like shooting percentage and assists. So probably down the road, once this game gets released, there'll be people coming up with like homebrews uh, to figure out like how to generate assist totals. But really, players aren't necessarily rated for assists. Now, it the game is, again, similar to a lot of other games. It's it's You're going to get your final score out of this game. You may not see every single play play out, for instance, like with the assists, but um, you will get like your accurate scoring for the players and for the teams as a result of this uh, based on the way that they're rated. Because they're going to be rated similar with qualities and everything. Um, And then, you know, some of what I saw in the demo was determining, like, you know, are they taking a defended shot or an open shot? So there's ways of, like, figuring those things out during the game as well. So that's kind of where they're at. Uh, Again, like, the pre-order is on right now, and I think it runs through this weekend, and they will make that available they're targeting like early april for the release of the pre-order the pre-orders and then sometime in may is when the 
Express game will come out and the other sets for the general release. And there's word that there may also be another set that comes out at that time. And then sometime during the summer is when the full version game will come out and potentially another set at that point too. Um, now let's talk a little bit about where this falls in the marketplace. Cause, and then again, as my disclaimer is I'm not a huge basketball fan. It's not something that I really have. I've really only played like two basketball games for the most part outside of like the computer version. So I'm strictly talking tabletop now. Uh, the two games I've always leaned towards have been like March Madness and uh, which was like the Sports Illustrated game. I think that's the title of it. And then the Sport Status Pro Basketball. Those are the two go to's that I've had in the past. Status Pro Basketball does allow you to capture assist totals. It's the one differentiator between these two, but it, to me, highlights what the trouble is with a lot of the basketball games, um, and that's if you want to generate accurate stat totals, and there's a lot of different types of stats that we keep track of for basketball, like a, you know, especially the trifecta, right, for your triple-double, if you're talking like points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks, all of those are really important. A lot of games have trouble because it it forces you to get down to the really minutia and detail of what's taking place in a basketball game. I almost have to see each possession play out with, is there a pass? Is the, you know Was there a, re- a missed shot, a rebound? Did somebody get fouled? Like I have to see all of those things play out in what really should have been like a 12-second play. Um, whereas we allow more freedom because and allow to, to be more result-oriented when we talk about other team sports. Um, almost all baseball games are much more centered on the result each time. Give me the result of the at-bat. I don't necessarily need to see pitch by pitch for most games. I don't necessarily need to see how the fielding play took place. Just whether did I get the, was it a ground out, a fly out? Did I get the out or was there an error? Um, How the ball was fielded and all that kind of stuff isn't as important. Was it a good throw? Did he bounce the throw? Nobody cares, right? Um, Same thing with the base running. Like I don't need to know like all the details of it. Just tell me where the, the runner ended up. So we're much more results focused when it comes to things like baseball. Uh, Even football avoids a lot. When you really think about how detailed you could get in a football game, we stay away from a lot of those details when we go to getting results in a football game. It's much more result oriented, although we may want to see like, was there a critical block on the play? Did somebody break a block and get a big tackle? Um, was that pass defended? You know, we're going to see like, where did the play end up? Like who was engaged with it? Did a defensive player make a big play or not? But what you're not seeing in like a running play, for instance, in most football games is like, okay, where did the center block? I had a depth block go. Okay. Now I'm going to see the left guard. We don't feel like we need to see every single detail of every single play. And a lot of that is because we don't track that for the most part. When you think about your mainstream statistics, most people aren't getting down to that analytical level, right? Just tell me how many yards this guy gained on the run. Tell me how many yards like the quarterback threw for. Was it a completion? 
a miss, like incomplete, or was it an interception? Did he get sacked? We want to hear more of those results. But with basketball, because of the way stats are generated, it's really heightened the need for things like the assists, the rebounds, rather than just breaking it down to simpler totals of like, hey, did I get the did I get the score or not? Um, and I think if we accepted less detail for the basketball game, we'd probably even be able to see those like 70 to 80 minute games like this new one, Highlight Maker Hoops, drawn down to like that 30 to 40 minute range that probably most of us want to see on our tabletop. And I think this is the struggle that is outlined so well in Keith's blogs when he talks about the creation of this game is that that was at the center of all of that, trying to figure out how to make that work for the general audience. So, and I don't think there's an easy answer to it because those stats are ingrained into how we think about this sport. And um, they are, they are part of the fabric that is needed for a basketball game. So you get most of that here. Um, but again, what I think is so good about a lot of the play games sports is one, I get accurate statistics. And two, I get to see the narrative play out on my tabletop. Um, so one of the things I'm committing myself to do is really learning how to write like a sports recap based on the express version of the game. And I plan on my first project. That's that's the one thing I have written down is like a definite goal is you're going to write like recaps of your games rather than track the actual stats. Because to me, it's generating the recap that's going to be the real win out of these games. And I'm going to try to train my brain to accept that as what I'm allowed to do rather than feeling like I need to know points per game totals and all those kinds of things for each player. So new entry, new game. We'll probably talk about it again when I finally have it on my tabletop and have a chance to play it firsthand. Uh, some of this was based on my initial plays from play.com last summer. Uh, the game has evolved even since then, so it's not even the same game that I saw back then, although a lot of it, those components are still there. So go out. If you're really interested, go out, order it, be part of that pre-order so you can get your hands on it with the early group. Um, and, you know, looking forward to seeing it come to fruition finally after so many years. So... That was today. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday to talk a little bit about uh, so, some recent projects that I've closed up between Demo Derby Smashdown and History Maker Baseball. So tune in then and appreciate it. Thank you.